Hello guys, and welcome back to the Breaking Butterfly podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Maple, and today we are going to continue our dating talks series and talk about the do's and the don'ts of starting a new relationship. So I hope you guys absolutely love this episode. break to be gone from the podcast for a minute. Um, but it feels even better to be back and I'm really, really excited to be recording an episode again, uh, from my new home in Tulum. (laughs) The last time I recorded, oh my God, I can't even remember. I can't even remember where I was at and what I shared. I think I was in my apartment in Utah and talking about how much I loved my apartment and setting up my whole apartment there. And yeah, it was definitely hard to come here to Mexico. I have been planning to live in Tulum for the winter for months now, like since May, I think I've been planning to live in Tulum for the winter. Um, But then obviously life happens and I ended up getting my apartment in Utah. And yeah, it it was hard to leave. It was definitely hard to leave. Uh, just because I was really, really getting comfortable in my space. Um, But now that I'm here, I'm so, so, so grateful. You guys all know, uh, well, most of you, I feel like, know my best friend, Jane. She's been on the podcast, I think, a couple times. Um, But she's, she's always in my space. And we are living together for the first time, which is really, really fun. And yeah, just every day is a fucking journey in Tulum. And I think that was like one of the reasons I was so hesitant on coming here is because I've been so go, go, go these past six months. And I've been like getting out of my comfort zone so much this year that when I finally found some like comfort and some grounding in my apartment in Utah, I was like, oh my God. I don't want to go to Mexico and just have to, you know, go on this whole journey that is Tulum and what happens when you come to Tulum. And I was just like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready. I'm just like really enjoying being comfortable and just like having my space because like I said, every day here is, yeah, it's, it's a fucking journey. And so, (laughs) yeah, anyway, I'm here. And I'm grateful to be here because even though it is a journey and when I was in Utah, I was kind of like feeling like I didn't want to take all of this on. Now that I'm here, every single journey is so worth it. Like every single experience and like the high moments and the low moments, like all of it is just so, so, so worth it. And yeah, living with Jane and being with my friend Julieta and just like... I'm still like relaxing and recharging, even though there are rough moments and just like a lot of adulting to be done. Like today I had to run errands for getting like plates for my my scooter. Like I had to buy a scooter and now I have to get plates and I have to register it and I have to have all these documents and get all these signatures. And 
you know, getting gas is a whole thing. And then last night me and Jane got caught in like a torrential downpour and her scooter kept dying on this busy road. And I kept having to like jumpstart it and like kickstart it in the middle of this like busy road while it was like pouring rain. And like, there's just these moments that are just like so, uh, like just uncomfortable and just hard. But it's like worth every single second to like be here and be with my friends and like still have these moments of relaxing and recharging. And obviously I've been on a long break, so I haven't been creating any content and I've just been like in in my zone. So yeah, so I'm here, I'm in Tulum. I am recording with a little impromptu like <laughs> recording studio right now with like a little mic that Jane has and my camera propped up all crazy and I'm like hoping it doesn't fall over and yeah, we're here. So anyway, let's get into today's episode. I just felt like I needed to give a little update on where I'm at since I've been uh, gone for four weeks and so much has happened since then. But today I want to continue on my dating talks series and I started this a little bit uh, a little bit ago with Ashley. Ashley and I recorded an episode about how to be irresistible and make people obsessed with you when it comes to dating. And today I want to talk specifically about new relationships and like those fresh couple days, weeks, months that you start dating somebody and the do's and the don'ts of it all if you want um, to keep your confidence in this dating experience, if you want the relationship to be successful, whether it lasts or it doesn't last, you want it to be like a successful relationship. I think there are some very big do's and don'ts. And so I have a long list that we are going to get through today. Okay, so let's get into it. Uh, let's go through the do's first and then we will go through the don'ts. So the first do when you are freshly dating somebody is to set standards and expectations first and foremost. And I mean, this is in romantic relationships, but even in any platonic relationships or any endeavors that you are going on with another human being, I think it is so, so important to set standards and expectations before you even get into the situation, right? Because if you don't get very, very clear on what your expectations are, what you're looking for, um, like even just like how you work as a human being, how you communicate, then you are going to run into some hiccups and some miscommunications. Like that is just the reality of it. Um, and especially like your communication styles, your love languages, just like what you're looking for for the outcome of the relationship because if you get into a relationship or you start dating somebody and they want the opposite from you or they are not able to meet your standards, they're not able to meet your expectations, they're not able to communicate with you in the way that you need, they're not able to be like understanding and cooperative of how you need to be showed love, like you are always going to struggle in that relationship and so you'd rather just get that out of the way before you get into a relationship and then you end up getting disappointed right 
And so an example of that would be like just before, if you find somebody that you really, really like before getting really deep into relationship with them, letting them know like, Hey, I'm looking for something serious or I'm not looking for something serious or Hey, like the way that I'm shown love is through like physical, um, like physical touch, right? I love PDA. I love to be cuddled. I love to be kissed. And if they are so like, no, like I am not that way, then you probably don't want to get into a relationship with this person, even if you really, 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 really like them. Um, You'll find someone else that you really, really, really like, trust me. But this person, even if you really, really like them, they're never going to be able to meet your needs. And then you're going to end up just in pretty much a spiral of, what do I want to call it? disappointment you're going to land into like a spiral of disappointment and so setting these expectations these boundaries these standards are so important one thing for me when i get into a relationship and even like this is i even more for like my friendships i would say is i always make it very very clear that i am not a big like texting like check in on you person, right? Like I'm not the one to text you every couple days and like see how you're doing. And it doesn't mean that I don't care about you. It doesn't mean that I don't love you. It simply means that like I'm so busy and a lot of times I'm in my own world. I'm giving my energy to my clients. My work can be very demanding of me. And at the end of the day, sometimes I just don't have a lot more energy to give. And so I just make it very clear, like, hey, I sometimes won't text back for three days or like sometimes I like won't I'll forget to text you or whatever it is. And just saying that first and foremost prevents us from getting into an altercation where, well, I don't know if you'd call it an altercation. Isn't an altercation mean like you get in like a really big fight or like a physical fight. I'm not sure, but it like, it prevents you from getting into like a misunderstanding or a disagreement where they feel like, you know, my friend might feel like I don't care about them or I'm mad at them. Um, it just prevents all of that completely because they know I set my standard and my expectation beforehand. And I let them know, like, this is my communication style. This is how I work. This is who I am. So when I don't text them, they're not like, Oh my God, does Maddie not care about me? they just know like, hey, I'm busy and I'll text you back when I can. And it just prevents so much, like so many arguments, so much disappointment, and ultimately completely changes your relationship and your confidence because everything is just so clear from the get-go. So the first do is set your standards and your expectations first and foremost, and It's okay if you're not always perfectly aligned with somebody, but if you don't match at all and they are not like cooperative of giving you love in your love languages or they're like looking for something completely different than you are, you are just getting yourself into a big mess by letting yourself continue that on and get really deep into the relationship. It's it's pretty much self-sabotage because if you know something isn't going to be good for you and you like continue forward with it, you're just, you're playing a losing battle, truly. So that's the first do. The second do when it comes to starting a new relationship is you should look for red flags. And 
within that, you need to know your red flags. And within that, you need to be honest with yourself about the red flags. Um, I feel like a lot of times when we find someone we like, we can overlook them and we almost don't want to see them because we're so happy that we found someone that we like and maybe they're showing us love or showing us attention, but they have these huge red flags. And again, if you overlook them, you are just pretty much signing up for heartbreak and disappointment, which is not the purpose of relationship. Relationship is supposed to be you know, uplifting and beautiful and like a good experience. And if you don't know what your red flags are or you pretty much just like deliberately ignore them um, and you're not honest with yourself about somebody having your red flags, you are digging yourself a big old hole. So always when you start a new relationship, before you get in too deep and your feelings get too intense, look for the red flags, look for the red flags, know them, see them, be honest with yourself. Um, You're just doing yourself like a huge, huge favor. And like I said, if somebody does not match, if somebody has too many red flags or if they do not match your standards and expectations, you will find someone else that you like just as much. And don't overlook the red flags or not set your standards and expectations just because you really, really like them. There are seven, almost eight billion people in this world. You will find somebody else that you love. Okay. The third do is to be open to receive love, to be open to receive love and to keep yourself also open to anything, right? I feel like one of the things that I see the most when it comes to relationships and especially romantic relationships, is that people are expecting a certain type of relationship, probably because of previous relationship, like, well, this is how my connection was with this person or that person. And so if this person doesn't live up to those expectations, like they are, I'm I'm not going to be able to receive love. And that's not always true. Some relationships and probably like the amazing relationships are going to look a lot different than your past relationships. And I've definitely experienced this firsthand coming from like my first big relationship to my second big relationship. If I would have expected this second relationship to be like my first one, I wouldn't have been so open to receive love because it was so different. The connection was so different the way our love was, was just so different. So you have to be like fully, 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 fully open. And also just, just open to actually receive the love. I feel like so many people, this might resonate with some of you. I feel like so many people, like they say they want love and they say they want a relationship, but then as soon as somebody shows them love, they, completely shut off or they don't receive it and they don't see it. They start like picking apart this person's flaws. Like it's a one thing if it's like red flags, it's another thing if it's just flaws. And so a lot of people will say like, oh, I want a relationship. I want to be in a relationship. Um, I just want love. And then someone comes and shows them love and they don't want to receive it. They're closed off to receiving it. Either you're afraid of getting hurt 
you feel like you don't deserve it or I'm trying I'm trying to think of what else that's pretty much it I feel like like either you are afraid to receive the love because you don't want to get hurt or you feel like you don't deserve it and if you really want to be in a relationship from the get-go at the beginning of the relationship when you were starting this new endeavor with somebody you have to stay open and we'll dive into this a little bit more when it comes to the do nots um but yeah, you, you have to stay open and just walk into the relationship with like pretty much fresh, right? Uh, we'll talk about that more too in a second, but you just have to walk into it like so fresh and so open and like telling yourself you deserve love. And I feel like so many people also like they go for the wrong guys or girls. They go for the wrong partner and they don't see what's right in front of them when somebody is trying to give them love. Like people say they want a relationship so badly and then someone comes along that's ready to give you all this love and give you the relationship you want and you just turn them away because like they're too nice, right? And that really goes with like the being open is actually being open to like different people as well. Like people that are maybe not your physical type, quote unquote, maybe people that you wouldn't usually go for. You just have to be open to it all. And I see this so much on reality dating shows. I watch a lot of reality TV and like dating shows like Love Island and Love is Blind and Dated and Related and Too Hot to Handle. And there's always these like amazing, amazing guys on these shows. And then the girls go for like the douchebag because they're, you know, more of their physical type, quote unquote. Um, and then they're like crying at the end because they're like, I always go for the wrong guys. And like, oh, I'm so heartbroken. But I'm like, dude, there is literally this guy the whole time that was trying to show you love and give you the relationship that you wanted. And you just were not open to receive it because you were too close minded. You had the expectations of what it should look like. You didn't feel like you deserved it or you were afraid of actually letting someone in and, and getting hurt, right? And being vulnerable. So you go for the dirt bag guy and then you end up getting hurt anyway. So when you get into a relationship fresh, you do want to allow yourself to be open and receive love. Okay, and the last thing that I have for the do's is to do keep your healthy habits. I I feel like a lot of relationships fail because we completely lose ourselves. And this kind of goes into the do nots as well because the first do not that I have is to do not intertwine your life with the other person that you're dating too much and like make sure that you have your own life and your own independence. And I feel like so many people really, really lose themselves in relationship because they make the other person such a priority over themselves. They don't, you know, keep doing their healthy things. Like an example, like eating the diet that they usually do or doing their meditation or going to the gym because all you want to do is hang out with this other person and you also start to like obtain their habits as well which I guess is another 
kind of thing to look out for is like, you know, you should be looking at this other person's lifestyle and like really who they are and how they live and is how they live their life a way that you would want to live life. Because the truth is like it is inevitable to, you know, you're going to pick up on their like their habits and their mannerisms and like all of those things a little bit, of course, like you are, when you're getting into a relationship, you're pretty much merging into one and you're influencing each other a lot. You're spending so much time together. And so you want to make sure that like they're somebody that you would actually want to become, like you would like to become like them or have your lifestyle be similar to theirs. Um, but it's not always going to line up. And in that case, a big do is that you need to keep your healthy habits and going into the do nots that kind of, you know, coincides with that is like, do not completely lose yourself in this new relationship. And you have to do it from the get go. Like this whole episode is about new relationships, like freshly dating somebody. And that's the most important time to create these rules and these standards and kind of play into these do's and don'ts. Because once you get into a routine with someone, it is very, 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 very difficult to break, right? Um, We've all been there. You get into just like being comfortable with someone. You get into the same habits as somebody and you like intertwine your lives in a way. And then if you decide, oh, well, now I want to shift in this way and shift in that way, like you and that other person in this relationship need to be on the same team of like changing your habits and those things. Um... But even if you are like working together to change things, it's always hard. Like you want to just start that from the get go. So the moment you start dating somebody, if your meditation practice is important to you, make that a priority and stick with it. Um, If your eating habits are a priority to you and the other person eats out a lot, just like make that the standard from the get go. Because if you fall into a routine with somebody and you get comfortable in that, Like, it's going to be really, really hard to make these things a priority when you're, like, three years into a relationship or five years into a relationship. Whereas if you were to just create your life and the relationship how you wanted wanted it to be from the get-go, then it would just be like that, right? That would create, like, that would become the habit. That would become how life is. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's really important to always just like set standards from the very, very, very get go and do not intertwine your life with theirs too much. So have your own friends, have your own plans, have time away from each other. Like do not just become one, even though I said, you know, obviously it is a little bit inevitable to, you know, you are merging with this person, but as much as you can, like try to still keep your own life. You do not want to completely merge with this other person and lose yourself. Okay, now let's get into the do nots. So I already kind of mentioned the first one, which is do not intertwine your life with this other person too much and have your own life, have your own independence. So do not intertwine yourself with this other person. Okay, now... The second do not when you are getting into a new relationship for the first time is do not depend on this person for your happiness. 
If you are getting into a relationship solely because you are trying to fill a void in your own life or you're not feeling happy in your own life, but this person makes you really happy, you are, again, digging a very big hole for yourself and you're not actually going to find true happiness because it is fleeting and it is, you're dependent on on a variable. You're dependent on something else that is not consistent. And if you are expecting this person to consistently make you happy, you will always be unhappy. And that is just the truth. And I feel like this one is really hard for people to like understand and like accept, like understand and accept. I feel like some people just don't want to accept that they have to find their own happiness first. And it's so funny. I, now that I'm living with Jane, I've been watching a lot of RuPaul. Um, Julieta and Jane are taking me through um, a course on how to be gay. And it's just kind of funny because obviously they are both kind of like in the, the queer community and I am not. And so they've been like showing me all these movies and TV shows and all of these things that are really big into like that culture, which has been like so fun for me. Um, that's a total side note. But anyway, so I've been watching a lot of RuPaul because they're like, oh my God, you have to watch RuPaul. That is like the ultimate queer show. So I'm like, okay, whatever. We start watching RuPaul. I'm obsessed. Like I am literally obsessed. I fucking love RuPaul now. But at the end of every episode, he says, uh, he says something like, if you don't love yourself, how do you expect to love anybody else or like be loved by anybody else or something like that? I have to look it up. And every time he says that, I just think it's so funny that he says that at the end of every episode because it's so true. And I remember being in my first relationship and not wanting to believe or accept that there was some truth in that statement that like you can't love somebody else until you love yourself. And it's not that you can't, you 100% can, and you can still go through hard times and be in love and you can still be struggling with your self love and have a healthy relationship, but you can't fully give your all to that relationship and you can't have a completely healthy relationship if you do not love yourself even a little bit and you're filling the love, you're filling that void with love from that other person. Like it just will never work. And I just remember in my own relationship having such a hard time with that. Like when I was in high school and like people would say that and I would get so triggered when people would say that because I didn't want to believe the reality that the reason my, why my like relationship was so toxic and horrible was because I didn't love myself and I was so dependent on this other person to make me happy. So when you're getting into a fresh relationship, if you are wanting it to be a really healthy relationship, if you're wanting to have like a good experience in this relationship, like you have to have like you, it's not like you have to be perfect in your self love but you definitely can't be using this other person to fill that void and only feel like you are happy with that person. Cause if you only feel like you are happy with that person, you are signing up for a life or a relationship full of a lot of unhappiness because you cannot depend on 
somebody else. So that's number two of the do nots. Number three of the do nots when you're going into a relationship with somebody new is do not have like extreme or rational rules or expectations. I feel like I see this one so often and it kind of goes with the like depending on somebody for happiness. I feel like so many people get into a relationship and yes, you should have high standards and also you shouldn't have irrational standards or I don't know if irrational is quite like the perfect word, but just like really, really extreme expectations and rules. Like for example, say that you start dating somebody new and sometimes they take a couple hours to text back and you start getting really triggered by that and you're like, hey, like I need you to text me back immediately. That's just kind of irrational because no matter even if you had like an experience in the past where a partner didn't text you back for a couple hours and they were cheating on you and so it really triggers you because of that past experience, you cannot like set an expectation on somebody that they need to text you back within an hour always. Like people have their own lives, people have work, people have other relationships, people have other things that they're doing and I just find that to be a little bit irrational or a little bit extreme in the expectation. Um, another example is to like expect somebody be, to be like 100% perfect and 100% healed. I think that a lot of our healing actually happens within the relationship. And sometimes, you know, we find somebody that we could be really compatible with and we could really grow with, but we don't open up that space because we are pretty much judging them for what they are going through, right? And again, there are standards and there are some things that are not acceptable, but also expecting somebody to be perfect is also not acceptable, right? This should be like a union where you are working on your things together. Um, I'm trying to think of like some other examples and they're not like fully coming to me, but hopefully you guys understand what I mean when I say like do not have like irrational or extreme rules and expectations like you have to be understanding and cooperative and collaborative with this other person and not create like rules and expectations that are just not realistic right you got to be really really realistic and understanding and and a little bit neutral when it comes to relationships okay so do not have irrational rules and expectations Number four of the do nots is do not compare yourself to others. And I don't even know what to say about this one because I feel like it's so self-explanatory and so clear. You are in for it if you are constantly comparing yourself to others. Stop looking at their ex-girlfriend's Instagram. Stop looking at who followed them and who they're following. Stop looking at everybody else outside the relationship. If you want a relationship with somebody to be successful, again, whether it lasts or doesn't last, if you want it to be a successful relationship and union that you experience together, you have to just keep it in between you and this other person. And when I say don't compare yourself to others, 
it's in terms of comparing yourself to other girls, right? But it's also in terms of comparing yourself to other relationships, whether it's your own or somebody else's. And I feel like I've seen this a lot in my own life where people will like compare their relationship to somebody else's and then find things wrong with their relationship because it doesn't look like, um, you know, this other couple's relationship. And you are going to be always disappointed if you are comparing the relationship to anybody else, whether it is a like certain person that you think they might also be interested in, or it's another couple that you see them and you think, oh, maybe we should be like them. It's always going to set you up for disappointment. And this goes back to one of the things I said when it comes to the do's of, you know, just like being super open and being open to receive love and just not having these, these expectations of what it should look like, because then you can actually open yourself to something magical rather than turning down something that could be magical, but you turn it down because it doesn't look like somebody else's magic, right? So do not compare yourself to others. And then the fifth and the final do not is do not bring shit from past relationships into your new relationship. And I think this one is the most important of them all. And I know how much our past relationships can affect us and how much we want to hold on to it and how much we want to protect ourselves moving forward, you know, from what happened in our past relationships. But if you hold on to things that happened in your last relationship and you don't let it go and you don't move forward with like a fresh slate, a clean slate into this new relationship, you it's it's probably going to fail. It's probably going to fail because you're bringing in this old energy and pretty much manifesting something that probably wouldn't have even happened. Um, or, or wasn't there in the first place, but you're almost creating it to be there as a form of protection. So your brain thinks that it is protecting you by holding on to these old experiences and this old trauma, but in reality, you are actually pretty much self-sabotaging yourself by not being able to let go of these old experiences and what someone else did to you. And you know, there's always a reality where what happened to you could happen again, always. But the key is to actually not try to prevent it, but to just accept it and to come to relationship in this, again, like neutrality and understanding and acceptance and being really like just open to the whole experience because someone can only hurt you if you let them hurt you, right? And you are letting somebody, how do I explain this? Like you can only let somebody hurt you. Someone can only hurt you if you let them hurt you. And the only way you can let them hurt you is if you create this big deal around your past experience, right? And so we create what hurts us and what doesn't. We create the meaning behind things but if you can look at your old trauma and see it from a place of neutrality and understanding and then move into the relationship with a clean slate, 
there's actually not much to be afraid of because even if they did you wrong like the last person did, you're coming at it with such understanding that it can't even really hurt you, right? And then you can actually open yourself. So when you make a big deal about somebody hurting you in the past, which I'm not trying to be insensitive. I know that it hurts. I know that heartbreak hurts, right? But if you can look at that situation with with equanimity and love and understanding, then going into your next relationship, it'll be much easier to let go of your past experiences and move into this new one, into new experiences, because you're not afraid of something that you understand, right? Um, Hopefully that makes sense. I know that's kind of like a it's more of a complex topic and maybe I'll do like a whole episode just about neutrality and equanimity and how to not let things that hurt you in the past hurt you in the future. But pretty much what I'm trying to say is that let go of everything that happened to you in the past. Even if it hurt you then, you can move into this new relationship and there's always a chance that they might hurt you right? There's always a chance, but if you come in strength and in beauty and in love and in understanding and in peace and you don't take things personally, I think that's the best way to explain uh, what I'm talking about with the equanimity, right? If you don't take things personally and create too much meaning behind these experiences, of course there's like an opportunity for somebody to hurt you, but that doesn't mean that you need to try to prevent it. You need to just be strong and still open yourself to love and open yourself to this relationship. And if you get hurt, like come come at it with, you know, that equanimity and not taking it too personally and it won't hurt as bad, right? Because the best thing we can do for ourselves is to be open to love. The best thing we can do for ourselves is to accept anything that comes our way. Because when we're trying to prevent something from happening, when we're bringing in this old shit from old relationships, we are just, we're self-sabotaging and we are, we're, we're hurting ourselves while trying to prevent ourselves from getting hurt. We're hurting ourselves the whole time. And so do not bring shit from past relationships into your new ones. Start with a clean slate, go into it with strength and and know that if you you know if this person does hurt you that's okay and don't spend your whole relationship trying to prevent it when you could be spending a whole relationship experiencing something really really beautiful okay so here's a recap we have do set standards and expectations first and foremost do look for red flags and be honest with yourself and know your red flags Number three, do allow yourself to be open and be open to receive love. Number four, do keep your healthy habits. Number five, do not intertwine your life with theirs too much. Have your own life and independence. Number six, do not depend on this person for happiness. Number seven, do not have irrational rules and expectations. Number eight, do not compare yourself to others, whether it's an individual or a couple. And number 10, do not bring shit from past relationships into your new one. If you can follow these rules, I guarantee that you will have a successful next relationship. And um, 
yeah, I know sometimes it's easier said than done, but if you can work on these things, you know, and, and this acceptance and this setting standards and expectations from the get-go, I know that you will find so much more peace. You'll be so much more in your confidence. You'll find so much more happiness and being open like this will actually make you so much more closer. That's not good grammar. So much more closer. It'll make you so much closer to finding your soulmate if that's something that you desire. Um, but it does take some healing and some intention and some being open and you know, all of these things that I just shared. So I really hope that you guys enjoyed these tips and these do's and these do nots. And I would love to hear about your guys' thoughts in the Discord community or shoot me a DM or an email. I'd love to hear your guys' experiences and what you have to say. Um, you also can always uh, submit a hotline submission, which is in the show notes. You can enter any anonymous submission, whether it is a question or a personal experience that you're asking for advice on or whatever it may be, feel free to leave a submission there and I will be answering some hotline submissions here in the near future. Um, other than that, I think that's it for this episode. So I love you guys so much. If you love this episode, make sure that you share it, leave a rating, leave a review. I love you guys so much. I hope you have the most beautiful week this week and I will catch you guys in my next episode. Bye.